Welcome back to the Wonder Moms podcast. Um, I'm Rhiannon, and I'm here with my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's me, Dave. Yeah, so a little bit has changed. I know that we're at MIA for like two weeks. Um, just some things have happened, and I was really tired, and I didn't really want to deal with all that. Um, but in that time, we actually lost Erica. She, um, she just has a lot going on with her life, and she can you know, devote as much time to the podcast as we needed. So she wouldn't be on the podcast anymore. It's just me and Mercedes. Sorry, Erica. Hopefully, you know, goes good for her. And we're going to miss her. Yeah, we're going to miss her. And, yeah, so it's really us two, back to two girls, which is fine. Um, I think the vibe is still very good with us and everything. So hopefully you all enjoy. I'm sorry for being gone for two weeks. I'll try to get better about that. Um, yeah. But this week we're going to be talking about, um, we're, this month we're supposed to be like toxic everything. Like, the two episodes I did back in the year was, uh, toxic, uh, was a toxic family? Um, toxic family. Yeah, toxic workplaces. So, this week we're going to be talking about toxic relationships and how you can manage that and get able to get out of a toxic relationship how to maybe heal or fix your toxic relationship, what is a toxic relationship, um, all of that stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Like, the effects it has on our mental health and things like that, like, the long-term effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but first we're going to do a check-in and see how we're doing. I like the email since that we added that in, but you like in the middle of those other two episodes. So, um, most of these how you um, so we can check in. It's good. It's been like a week so far. Um, Friday, I left up my mommy for her car, um, because I left my car, like, about a month ago. So I've been feeling, like, for down payment, and so, you know, everything goes good. I'll have it this Friday, so I'm excited for that. Um, besides that, like, I've been having a really decent week. It's been a little bit of drama here and there, but me, personally, in my head, I, I will think negative things sometimes, and like I want to say it, but I worked on myself so much, and I learned to let so much stuff go that you know I'll just be like I hold it in and then ignore it, like find something else to do. But besides that, I've been having a really good week. Kids are good. I'm waiting for school to start back up. Uh, being able to go out and stuff like that, that like oh my god, I you know because we have more than one kid, so like. And then, yeah, we gotta do more than just one school supply list or just buy one pair of shoes. We gotta do all these extra things. Um, so that's a little bit stressful, but I'm excited for them to get started and get them out the house like I have three mornings again. Um, and yeah, because they've just been home on their electronics mostly. They're not really active as I want them to be in. I don't blame them, it's really hot outside, anyways. It is. Um, but besides that, I had a good week. I tried, like I said, I always try to stay positive with everything, even. The crazy mental stuff that we do go through, like, I try to just, I guess I'm more of a ignore the problem or just try to change it or, like, leave it alone and try to focus on something positive. Yeah. My week's been good, actually. A lot of changes this week. A lot of changes this week. So, I didn't talk about it on the podcast, but, um, if you go back to one of our episodes, I had a episode where I was on with my boyfriend and my ex co-host. And her boyfriend, we were talking about, like, how our partners can better support us if we are struggling mentally. And me and that boyfriend have broken up over the last few months. 
and we just got reunited on Thursday, uh, Friday. He shot to me and he apologized for like, stuff that went wrong in our relationship and we talked about everything. And we came up with a plan to like, make sure that we were you know, good and everything's ready to go. So um, I'm happy to be back in you know, with yeah. you. Know, it was a good week. It was a really good week, yeah. It was a good week. And we all met and it feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're all good. I'm, I honestly, like, week I feel like I'm going to spend this, like, going, whatever, whatever you want to do, I'm like, it doesn't affect me in any type of way. So if my friend wants to be happy, let her be happy, like, you know? And I always expect the same, too, so I don't usually make comments on anybody's relationship because I don't like people to make comments on my relationship, you know? Yeah. Unless it's something like real deep and it's like, okay, I need your advice, yeah. Yeah. And you don't ask people advice, like 100%. But like, some of the people we give you unsolicited advice, and it's like, damn, like, it's not really you. <laughs> and, um, uh, like I said, like, some of the people give unsolicited advice, it's like, is it about me or you? Like, are you projecting something that you're going through onto me, you know? Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. Like, people sometimes, they just want to vent. They don't really want it, you know, your opinion or like for you to comment on anything. They just like, I want to talk about it, you know? And a lot of people understand that. So I try to keep my negative comments to myself, but I'm not, even, I mean, I'm not saying anything negative to say. My friend's happy, so I'm happy with that, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy and I'm really glad to be back with him. So she'll get into the juicy, the juicy talk. Well, I can never say like toxic relationships because I don't really want to say that, but we can talk about toxic relationships today. I saw this meme and it was like, uh, you ever like look up like toxic, like toxic stuff that happened, like to see if the person that you're talking about is toxic. And then you look it up and like it describes you and you're like, oh, I'm the problem. Not them. Yes. The feelings were like, oh, it is me, huh? Yeah. That's what they're going to laugh. They're going to ever feel like that. I've had it where, like, I look up love bombing or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I'm doing that. But, like, am I just reciprocating to the love bomb, or is it, like, them? You know, a sermon. A toxic relationship is a one that makes you feel unsupported, misunderstood, demeaned, or attacked. A relationship is to be the well-being of threatened in some way, emotionally, psychologically, or even physically. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it's abusive. Like it's essentially an abusive relationship that's physically, emotionally, or psychologically abusive. And um, that's what we're talking about. So have you ever been in a toxic relationship? Or an abusive relationship? Because I think I've been in nothing but toxic relationships. Abusive, no. I've, I don't know. I've, I've never... I'm kind of rowdy, but I don't really like... Try to fight man, so I leave that alone. So I know that, like, I try to avoid the problem, but I do, like, I've been in some toxic relationships. In fact, like, I just got out of a three year toxic relationship and it was a lot of drinking. I don't want to say that drinking leads to being toxic. Don't know what I'm saying. It's just that we would drink and it would, like, enhance us arguing a lot. And it'd be so crazy because, like, there were things that we, should, we shouldn't even be arguing over, but I feel like because we were, like, drinking and we were just, you know, overdoing it. So I have been in toxic relationships, you know? Yeah. 
But now to this day, like, when I think about it, like, even going forward into relationships now for me, I just think about, it's like the same, but I think about, like, things that I went through my ex, and that's why I try to look for things I don't want in the future, you know? Um, but we live and we learn, right? Right? And I think, like, first and foremost, like, anybody getting abused, like, they need, they should have, or I would hope that they have enough courage to get help because... I have a lot of friends, too, that have been in toxic situations, abusive relationships. And I've always been with someone, so, like, how can you deal with that? But, uh, you know, they've been in that situation, so I don't understand that. Um, but anybody going through something like that and wants to reach out, you know, we're here for you. Um, you know, even though we live in different states, if anybody's in Houston or Pasadena and just wants to talk, wants advice, wants, you know, suggestions, these things that we've been through that we can just talk about or just listen and you know, y'all can bring to us and you know, that's what we're here for. Yeah. But, um, mm -hmm. I was doing like, can I get into a sad relationship? Do I get into a toxic relationship? Of course you do. Uh, I mean, like, I think any relationship, yes. Yeah. It's, I feel like about this, I feel like, I feel like you keep going back to what you know, like you're comfortable with that, you know? And so, like, with my kid's dad, like, he was very toxic, very toxic, and, like, we would fight and yell at each other and call each other names, curse at each other, throw things, or almost throw things at me and punch the walls and stuff. So, like, it was very emotionally and psychologically and physically abusive to really, like, you know, like, like you said, like, you don't know until you're there. You know, I, de I definitely have a lot of people that are like, why do you keep, why do you keep going back? Like, you know, and it's like, you're trauma bonded to that person, you just like, that's what you're comfortable with, you know, like you're, you literally think that that's what you deserve. They put it in your head, and he has to tell me all the time, like, well, if you didn't get me mad, this wouldn't be happening. You know, so you literally think, oh, that's my fault. That's because I deserve this and I am not good enough and I push them. So, like, you really do think it's your fault that you deserve it and that's why people stay and they justify it and they allow it. Or you were saying, like, you look for, like, signs, like, of, like, potential abuse in, like, your next relationship so you don't repeat the same cycle. I know that there's definitely, like, and there's different, like, little things that I look for, like, stupid things. So I really did think, like, like, was correlated with the abuse. Like, for the longest time, I was single for six years before I met my boyfriend now. And I was like, I never gave you another car drive. Ever. If he's into cars, nope. And he's really into cars. And he's, like, completely offside my ex, you know? He's not the same person. But that's okay, going to cars. Going to the mall. No. I am not into cars. I don't even... I know that's for the ass, and then that's pretty much all I know. Right? Like, I'm okay. <laughs> it's four wheels, four wheels, and makes you go boom, boom, boom. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because your ex is like a car guy? Is that no, because you're like something? Like, you know, like, drag race? And, like, you're, like, really into, like, drag racing or, like, drifting and, like, all car movies and just very, like, that type. And I was like, 
it wasn't every guy, and not every guy was in the cars. Like, I, I talked to multiple, lots of people since we broke up, and not every guy was in the cars, but every time a guy was like, oh yeah, I'm really in the cars, and I look at the car meetings, and I do this, and I do that, I was like, block. And I was like, very triggered by that. I was like, I have not going back to that. It was felt like the whole, like, everything about that was just screaming abuse. And I know that that doesn't mean anything, like, their interest. It's just an interest mm-hmm. in the hobby. It doesn't make them who they are. It doesn't make them an abusive person. But that was, like, so bad that I looked out for it. Like, Ugh. And then, like, what I really look out for now is, like, how they handle their anger. You know? Like, everyone gets angry. But how can they handle it if I make them angry? Are they going to punch balls? Are they going to yell at me? Are they going to throw things at me? You know? Yeah. How do they respond to anger? How do they even respond to, like, stressful situations where they're, like, going to get annoyed really easily? Or, like, how, you know? Or how do they talk to their family? How do they talk to their mom? How do they talk to their sisters? I really talk to you know, that's a big thing for me too. Yeah. So uh, I look out for that kind of stuff. And it's just like I wanna make sure that you know, I don't have that same issue anymore where you like feel triggered or I react to because like a lot of how they talk to their family and friends is a good indicator of how they'll treat you. You know? Like, they know, these are the people that they care about. This is their family, this is their friends. If they treat them like shit, guess who's next? Well, and how do you think you got over that? Like, oh, I don't want to date, like, Carter or what? It's just like the time you got over it? Yeah, the time. Yeah, the time I got over it, and like, over the course of dating multiple people or dating other people, I was like, I. I realized that being in a car that had nothing, like, I did car, like, guys that weren't in the cars, right? Mm-hmm. And they were still shitty people. And I was like, oh, okay, I got something to do with that. If, if you're a shitty person, you're a shitty person, has nothing to do with whether or not you're in the cars. You know? Like, everyone has a potential to be a shitty person. So I literally just, like, I looked out for signs where I was like, Wow, you know, like, um, like I felt like I had to lie to my family and friends in order to be like, oh, it's not that bad, or it's not like that, or you know, I had to like, like, downplay how they were treating me to make it seem like it was not that bad. I was like, okay, that's abusive. They're not a good person. If I had to make excuses for you, you're not a good person, you know? So, I would like look out for signs like that, or... I would look out for, like, um, what else? Like, them lying to me about stupid stuff. Like, I would catch guys in lies all the time. And then, like, little stupid lies. Like, the stupid, stupid lies. I can find a liar. Like, I'll tell you the full truth. Like, yeah. And they're like, oh, no, you're just gonna tell you. Like, oh my god, okay, so. Yeah. And some stuff like that. And it's, it's okay if they, like, eventually come out and tell you, you know, on their own. You know, mm-hmm. but if you have to, if you catch them in the lie, and they didn't admit to it, especially, like, if it's stupid, like, my ex, my kid's dad, he used to lie about the stupidest stuff. Like, literally, 
he lied to me once about, um, what he lied about? He said, like, he said he was on his way back to me. Like, he was like, he had, he would drive my car. Oh, and I would be on the way back to and he'd be like, oh yeah, I'm on the way back right now, and I'm stuck in, stuck in traffic or whatever. When really, he was sitting in a tea shop drinking tea. Like Herbalife tea, it was like Herbalife, like tea shops or whatever. You would just go sit in the Herbalife tea shop and like, I'm like, why would you lie about something like that? That's literally so freaking stupid. You can literally just like, and then they'll be like, oh, like, that's not gonna get mad. I'm like, why would I get mad about that? Like, you have the truth, like, yeah, I'm telling you, that's not gonna get me mad too. The stupider the lie, the more angry I got, because I'm like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, what's the point of lying? Like, why would I get mad about that? Why would I get mad about you saying like, you like this kind of music and not that kind of music? Or, like, about what kind of, like, where you were or whatever. Like, it makes no sense to lie about something so stupid. Like, I'm not saying that cheating is okay, but I can understand that someone would lie about cheating. That's a big deal. You know? And to make it right, I'm saying, like, I understand it. But to lie about something so stupid is just like, what else are you capable of lying about? You know? Like, that's just you're a liar. If you're just creating reasons to lie about anything. Because, like, the other day they had a mama's boy. Oh my god, they were worse. But then there's, like, the mama's boy mama's boy where they're, like, crossing boundaries and they're doing, like, really inappropriate Okay, whatever, so 
If I don't just cut you off, because I'm the type that I want to just cut you off and save the conversation. But I'll talk to you and be like, hey, you know, you can't be doing this. Like, that's not right. Like, you know, and it's, I'm, I'm not trying to overstep my boundaries, but I do care, you know? Yeah. So that's crazy. I don't, I, like, I, you know, I want to kind of have a good relationship with his parents and family. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's amazing. You know? But it's like overdoing it. Yeah, for sure. I, um, my, my kid's dad, his mom was like that, like, she would, um, like, so they would, like, child support, right? Like, they would try to serve his child support, and they would straight up lie and be like, oh, he doesn't live here. Or they would tell him, don't come home, because there's an officer looking for you to serve you. And so yeah, that was being, like, it's like being, like, that's your kids, you need to go help him with them kids. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, no, 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 no. So, like, whenever I, we talk to her about, like, why he doesn't see the kids, it's like, oh, because he works a lot, he's really busy, or he hasn't worked in a long time, so he can't pay child support, he has, like, so many excuses, I'm just like, girl, like, that's, like, his mom or his whole family would act like that. The whole time she would act like that. She would make excuses for it all the time over like anything. And one time I like lived with him and his mom and his dad and um he didn't get his way one time. He was really upset because like I wanted to sleep with the baby in the bed with me, which is kind of slipping and like a lot of CPS people would be like, You can't do that But like I was safe with him. I wasn't like gonna hurt him or anything. And like so really big fit about it where like I don't want you doing that and I like well are you gonna stay up all night with the baby? Because I'm not. This is how he sleeps. And um yeah, but then that they start pretending literally he's like hand to his chest, hyperventilating, slid down to the floor, like everything, right? And then his mom is like, Oh, it's because he used to drink a lot of Red Bull and monster and and um so like his heart's messed up okay but like this is not that he didn't drink anything this isn't that and then we literally called the ambulance on him we got there he was completely fine they were like it was completely fine and then his mom was yeah but his mom was still like Oh, for him, he's stressed, you're stressing him out. And like, yeah, like that made really more than they make it, they make relationships with these people so hard. Because like, it doesn't matter, like, you can't even go to him and be like, hey, can you talk to your son and tell him not to do this? Not to treat, you know, like, he said not to treat me like this, or, you know, whatever. And then so they make excuses for them. And it's like, and then they think it's okay to act like this. They feel validated in their actions, and they're never going to learn because they have something back. They have something backing them up. You know, and then they go in and they meet girls and they ruin it. They ruin relationships. They ruin their own relationships with that. You know, 
it like kind of like romance so it just talks like all the way around like and, and i used to think too like how you said like you think it's you and you're doing something wrong like i was i would question my sanity like well, did i say something wrong did i say it the wrong way you know like he snapped maybe he shouldn't have thought of that but it's like no i could have said that too and you know like there are some times that i open up to him about like deep conversations you know like personal stuff and he like questioned me like i was crazy crazy and he made me question myself like and that's when you know i kind of just i prayed a lot about it like for god to like get him out of my head and my heart and girl we live in the same apartments he lives in the building like next to mine like two buildings over oh shit really yes and like so like you know so i was still seeing him around but i prayed about it and it was just i kind of just knew it was time to leave the relationship when it started getting like not physical, but more intense and arguing, and then like it was like going on like I'm not the best mother. Like it happened in front of my kids, and once I seen them, like they actually like one day were just talking to each other, and I overheard them, my kids, and they're like, "Yeah, mom, we have been fighting on it." I was like, so I kind of knew it was bad. Like I just was like, "No, no, it's time to go." Like, it was hard, but you know, you have, you know, sometimes you just gotta know when it's time to go, and it's hard. You gotta be, you know, ready for that. But I mean, I've never been in situations where uh, I've been in physical abusive relationships like that. So I, I could just imagine how hard it would be, especially to have kids with that person. And a lot of people have been with them for so long, so they're just so used to it, and it's hard for them, you know? Exactly. It was really hard to watch in the next like, for months, like even years, like even three years post him. Like I still was like, if I had just shut my mouth, if I had just not talked about this, or if I had not, you know, said anything, it wouldn't have happened, you know? But, um, I know it's not my fault, and it didn't matter, like, if it wasn't then, it would have happened eventually, you know? It would have just gotten worse and worse and worse, and it was just like, it had to happen, and it got to the point where I was like, I kept going back to him until I hated him. Yeah, that was another thing, right? Yeah, like, you're, like, when you're in that kind of situation, you just have to, like, you go back and you go back and love. Eventually, you just, like, okay, like, oh, fuck you, you know, fuck you, man. Like, I don't, you know, I don't like you anymore. I didn't even like him touching me at all. I felt, like, like, grossed out every time I'd, I'd, I'd make excuses all the time, like, not to do anything, not to hug him, not to kiss him, not to whatever. I was just like, okay, well, you know, like, yeah, because I started to get really scared, and then you look at them like, Egh. yeah, and then I used to drive in the, in the car with my ex, and like, in the last, you know, couple months, and I just like, but he, you know, when girls just like, so like, he, you know, that one meme is like, uh, your ex, when your ex is not just type anymore, like, you know, it was like, he's not even like type anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you go out there, so how long was he with you, baby? Three years off and on. That's maybe more than we never lasted more than three months at a time, like ever. We never lasted. I think like maybe we lasted six months, like the very beginning, and then after that it was only like three, two months at a time, and then we break up and get out together, break up and get out together. It was always something. It was always something, and I would like every time I got back with him, I always had the same dream. Where I was like talking to myself in the mirror, and then my like my other self would be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Like why? Like why would you go back? You know, every single time." And then we'd get up. 
have you go back? You know? And then, like, and then it even became, like, a stop stop, especially when I, like, kind of, like, hurt the snake or something like that, and I knew that I didn't want to be with him. You know? Yeah. And it just got worse and worse and worse. Like, everything just got worse. But, like, I knew in, this, in my head, like, subconsciously, I didn't want to be with him. Like, I knew that. It was weird. But I couldn't listen to my gut until I had, like, hardcore proof. You know, when I got to the point where he punched a hole that looks like, literally right here. Right there. And I was like, if I was like right now, I'm going to get him in the face. You know? Mm-hmm. So, that's when I was like, okay, I absolutely have to leave. Like, there's no... I did you ever get some stuff in going? Yeah, I packed my stuff up and I left and I went to go live with my mom in San Antonio. So I was in Fort Worth and I moved to San Antonio like the very next day. The first night I went to go stay with my dad and in the morning I woke up and he had turned off my phone because we were on the same plan. So he turned off my phone, so I had to go buy a new phone and then uh, I drove to San Antonio. And I literally just had all my bags packed in my flash bags. And I didn't have any everything in that apartment was ours. The furniture, the clothes, everything was mine that I had bought. And my family had bought. So the next week I came back to go get the truck with my mom to pack to get everything in the in the van and he was like looking at me all sad or whatever. And I later found out I was like too much pregnant when we broke out and then I came back for a baby shower with my family in mm-hmm. Fort Worth and I let him I, I let him see his son but I had his son with me and um so I I drove and I let him see his son and whenever I was talking to him I was still very emotional about a breakup I was pregnant it was a really hard breakup it was really hard you know like it was just really hard and I remember talking to him and he was like oh yeah and he had a new boyfriend and everything already like I was only seven months pregnant he was that point. And, um... They owe you too. Yeah, and he told me that he, he had slept with someone in my bed that same week. And I was like, wow. Did you get him to do it that week? Yeah, yeah, I haven't talked to him. I haven't talked to him in years. You did to be with that in years? Mm-mm. I don't know that. Yeah. And you're not doing it for cutting out people who are... Right. I don't know, I don't think anybody else has. I don't think anybody else has. Well, actually, he cut me off, but... Like, he didn't want to say that he didn't want to be careful. Yeah, but then he just put a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm being like, I just put it like that, yeah. <laughs> you know, and if that's going for you, like, you do things seem like you're happy, like, in a happy place. Like, you know, you smile a lot, and you actually think about mental health, like, you know, it's like, you took it, like, a step further, like... You conquered the situation, and then you decided you wanted to talk about it in the podcast, you know? That's the good, that's amazing. I love it. Oh, I hope he's not listening, but he might be. But anyways, that's a toxic relationship right there, and I have a kid with him, so it's like, kind of stuck right there, but like, he's kind of like, he always told me that she wants to be with me, and he'll ask me, like, how come you don't want to be with me? And I always tell him, like, which one? Which the last one, my last, my six-year-old's dad, yeah. And we've been hysterical, but, like, okay, back then when we were first together, like, he put a lot of immature things, and then, like, now, to this day, like, he still does a lot of immature things, so 
I told them to like be mean to me but I was telling like I feel like that's too like gay for me like I don't like to be around you but he was like oh I never want to be with you type of thing I was like oh no thank you because I've been dealing with that for years but I told him that like you're still the same person you're still like a dog and he'll be like whatever like because you're out here he's having a he has a baby on the way he has a baby on the way ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがと
where we're like, we can date and we can get to know each other because like you said, like you want to see how they handle anger. You want to see how they are with their family. Like a lot of people need to like take time into who they're going to date and bring into their life, especially if they have kids, you know? So you got to think about things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I should talk with you earlier. And one of them is that have certain different ideas of dating as I do. Um, and how we, how we approach dating. And I saw this TikTok and it said to me along the lines of like, uh, you need to be committed in the talking stage of things. Of a relationship. And I don't think people actually understand how to date. People just want people just want to commit and jump into relationships. And like I feel like talking I like the talking stage is literally just you like texting or talking on the apps. That's your that's your talking stage. Whenever you date someone, you're going out on dates with someone. Yeah. Like that's, but that doesn't mean that you're official with that person. You're going out on dates and you're getting to know these people, you know? And personally, I think you should be dating multiple people. Because if you look at someone, I think that if you're dating someone, like, just when you like the way they look and you like their face, right? You look at them and you're in a relationship with them. But then we tend to put all our expectations on the table and be like, this is what I want in a relationship. And you expect this complete stranger to have all these things that you need in a relationship, right? Instead of, and then, of course they want to be with you because you're pretty sure you're, you know, you're bringing or whatever, right? They want to be with you. They're going to try to be with you. They're going to try to meet your expectations. And they're going to try to be what you want. But they can only be what you want for so long before they can't anymore. They can't pretend to be that person anymore. And so, whenever you date multiple people, Mm -hmm. you need to find out which one of these multiple people is the best one for you naturally. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like in the long run, too, like, in the long run. Because, like, when we think about how they are with their families because we think about how they're going to treat us and how they're going to treat our children if we have children that are not theirs or if we're, you know, having kids with them and how do they treat their family, how they're going to treat their kids, how, you know, things like that. Yeah. That's the thing about it. Yeah, so, and I saw this other TikTok and it was like, um, don't tell men what you're looking for when you're dating them. Because I wasn't big enough to tell So either they're going to be for you or they're not for you. You know, like, I talked to people when I was seeing my boyfriend, and then, like, I met him, and I fell in love with him, and I'm so glad that I chose him. That's what people are doing. I think that you should definitely let nature take its course, and then, yeah. you know, they can't expect to convince stranger than you are Yeah, no, I get what you're saying because I feel the same way, like, about that part as well because I know back in the days, like, maybe it was easier, but, like, now we have so much, like, freedom and, like, we are so independent, like, things have changed so much. And I remember having this conversation with one of my coworkers one time about, I was, at the time, I was thinking, like, not that I got me lunch so much, I would have lunch to work, and then after work, I was going out for my dinner the next day or something. It was a date only, anyways. And, um, I remember I was telling my coworker, and he was like, you date more than one person? And I'm like, well, yeah. And he's like, why? I'm like, well, first of all, like, none of these guys had asked me to be their girlfriend. Like, they might have to, like, do want to chill, you know? 
पोजीशन और एक सलाम जो नॉर्मल लाइफ में जो अपने आप सबसे दूर है नेटवर्क टाइप ऑफ थिंग और लाइक अब व्हाई डू यू लाइक हैव दैट कन्वर्सेशन विद दैट पर्सन लाइक एन आई दिस आई लाइक ओके गाइस आई टू लाइक यू एंड your problems you know i can help you through them you can help me through them we can better each other then you know that's cool but it's all that conversation i'm like gonna do who i want to do like i'm waiting for that time nothing my dad doesn't even tell me nothing but you know i can get saying i definitely get you saying i just like when i had to this situation i literally would like probably maybe like a year or two ago i would i wouldn't talk to him for so like i meet a person on the app right Pick out of like five people on the app, right? Like, and then I pick one person that like I like the most, and I talk to them and I date them, and then every single time without fail, I get hurt or like I get let down because I put all my eggs into this basket and I made them out to be this like person that could definitely meet all my needs, right? And they couldn't. You know, the other person made me just because I like them because they're funny or they're Good-looking doesn't mean that they're the person for me. You know, you can have a conversation with someone, and then even like I talk to them and text them or whatever, and it would be a good vibe. And then you meet them in person, and the vibe is totally off. You know, and then I wasted a month talking to that person when I could have been getting to know different people, and then be like, okay, this is someone that like our values align, our vibe is okay. I have fun with them. We talk good. We communicate good. And then you decide, okay, like, no, I definitely have that conversation. We were going to move forward from there. Yeah, and I kind of like pushed him into like being my boyfriend. He came over one night, and I just like cut off. And then the night the next day, I was like, so, are we together? <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, the rest is history. But um, yeah, I totally think so too. So much. I mean. When you know, like you want to be with that person, like it doesn't matter that we're together in three, three days, a month, a year. You're like, okay, we're gonna have that conversation, and that's what you do here. And you're like, you know, we're together. Like, um, you know, yeah. it's like whenever they want to question her, and you're just telling him, like, hey, we're together now. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And he's saying, like, you just decided you're gonna put up with that, like, that, like. He made it, in my opinion, like everybody has problems. Like one person knows, but it can be like, yeah, my life is messy. Like we all have something that we're going through. That's just everyday life. Life. So you pick your person. Like you know, like okay, you're going through this, but like I want to be with you. Like I want to make it work, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Like you grow a lot from your past relationship. You learn a lot. Because I'm still in that phase where I'm still learning. But I feel like now I'm at the point where I just don't want to deal with nobody anymore. Like. Be alone, but I mean, to let her get out of the toxic one. I was definitely giving up. With, I think we were both giving up. We both were call, like wanting to call it quits on dating, and then you know it just worked out. But I mean, before him, like my last like serious relationship was with my kid's dad, and I met him in high school. And in high school, it's like you just ask someone, you're a guy. You can ask like if you want to be with girlfriend or whatever. I just talk about it. Yeah. Like, cause, cause you want to go out, you want to go hang out, go to movies, and they're like, yeah, sure. And then I'll see you in a relationship, and that's it. Like that's that's it. You know, and you don't go to the mall. You take this bitch out to get high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you know, you go to the mall, you hang out, or you go to the movies, and then you're just in a relationship like that in high school. And you know, you flirt with each other, you pass notes to each other for a little bit, but that's just what it is. 
You know, and when your baby as an adult, it's so different. The expectations are different. The stages are different. The feelings are different. Everything is just different. And I, you know, I'm just gonna let you go and go. Yeah. Okay. So real quick before we say goodbye, because uh, I just wanted to ask you, like, since we're just talking, like, based on all this stuff and relationships, did you ever feel like you were a toxic one? Did you ever receive and recognize your toxic traits? And now in this relationship, do you feel like things have changed? Like you're not the same person anymore? And what was your toxic trait? Everything. Okay, like with my ex, with my kid's dad, I knew that, like, I knew we both play games. We definitely both play games where we were like, like, what are we doing to do that? I'll make you this. And it took the cat, you know? And then I'm not in, like, in a, I'm not, I'm not in a, like, a, a, like, a boundary, like, protective way, where you protect your boundaries and you're like, oh, they're not giving me the attention I need. So why should I continue to try? You know, not in that kind of way. And you're like, oh, you looked at another girl. Or you went, you went to go eat dinner without me. So now I'm going to ignore your phone calls. Or now I'm going to, like, you know, not answer block you. And, you know, everything. Like, stuff like that. Like, petty, stupid right. games. Just to get better than that. You know? Yeah. And, like, I remember my kid's dad, he used to spend my... He wanted to spend the night at another girl's house. Like, constantly. And I was like, that's not normal. And I would tell him all the time, just like, put yourself in my shoes. How would you feel if I were to just go to the guy's house? And your response was, oh, so you want to pay me back. Well, first off, I don't want to pay you back. Second off, you're admitting right there that you did something wrong. Yeah. You know it's wrong. You know that. If I did it, it's revenge, it's quote-unquote revenge, you know? Yeah. So there's things I definitely did to pay him back, I guess, like, get revenge, and, like, now it's more like, okay, like, you're going to Yeah, I tried, I tried really hard not to be petty and not to, like, call the other person back, you know? Like, yeah. you can be angry, and you can express that anger and display it or whatever in your heart, but it doesn't mean you have to hurt them back. Yeah. Okay, that's a hard one for me too. Yeah, I'm definitely still toxic. Or, you know, I have my toxic traits now. Where, like, I don't, like, I shut down. Like, one of my bigger problems right now is I shut down and I just, like, I'll block you out. Kind of, like, if you, if I feel, like, hurt, you know? Then I'll just, like, hang up or whatever, you know, and block you out. And I know I was doing that until him, and it was like, that's like, you know, you're not letting me listen, you're not letting me talk. And I'm like, oh shit, you know? And there's like other things that were like, I've, you know, like, like I said, like, you know, you look up those like toxic traits and you're like, trying to find like, oh, they're doing this right now, they're being toxic. And then you're like, oh shit, that was me. I was being toxic, you know? Like, I feel like I've definitely love-bombed people before, and I feel like I've probably, like, you know, I've hurt people before. I'm not going to say I've hurt him before, but, like, I don't know, it's, it's different now because I, like, at least I acknowledge the fact that I can be, and sometimes I don't, I don't know it at the time, and then, you know, you sit with it, and you look back, and you're like, oh, shit, 
I was. And even like, even with my ex and my kid's dad, I would like, there would be times we would yell and fight or whatever, and I'd go to another room, and I'd like sit with what just happened. I'd be like, I need, I need like 10 minutes to just sit with what just happened. And then I'd come back out, and I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm looking at it from your point of view now, and I fucked up, and I'm, I'm sorry, you know? And then he would respond to every time, oh, now you're so sorry. Now you know what's wrong. I'm like, yeah, now I actually thought about it. Yeah. I realized that I fucked up, so now I'm saying sorry. I can't say sorry then if I don't know what's wrong. If you're like, yeah, you told me it's wrong, but I'm not like, it's not clicking, you know? Yeah, so that's yeah. you're like, oh, shit, okay, I get it now. <laughs> well, that's why we're taking a little break, like, to me, like you said, we're going to take, like, a 10-minute break and calm down, yeah. And we got to find time to do, you know, to take that, you know, few minutes to talk, or, like, sit down and talk, or, like, sit down and, like, think about it on your own. Because sometimes it doesn't matter how, how many times a person says it, or how many times... Or how, like different ways that they say it. So if you have to learn on your own, and like yeah. me and him broke up, and we were talking, and you like, I we both tried multiple times to explain to the other person how we were hurting, and we weren't hearing each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we broke up, and we were both able to be like, oh, okay, I get it now. You know. And that's why I work on it. Yeah, and you work on it. But like, you sometimes you just don't know. Like you, you literally can't process the information because you're like stuck. You're like, I'm right. I'm hurt. I'm this. I'm that. And you're thinking about yourself, which is good. You should think about yourself. But you literally can't even think about how you know what's happening. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? No, but I get what you're saying though. Like. I get what you're saying. So that you've come a long way, like, oh, that's good, I'm glad you're realizing that, that you're like, you know, okay, like, before you were hurting and you'd be like, I don't care, like, not him, but like, you would hurt, whatever. But now you're like, oh, okay, like, I don't, I see that now, like, you know, gonna work on it. Yeah, it's cool to compare though. Yeah, and like, you know, I think it's really important to set boundaries. Something that we also didn't do is we didn't set boundaries in a relationship other than like the basic not cheating. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, just don't cheat, you know, but like we didn't talk about a lot of things about expectations and boundaries that we should have laid out in the beginning. And like, if this happens, this is how we should handle it. If, you know, this happens, this is how we should handle it. We just like kind of went with the flow and expected us to just like know what was wrong and know how to handle it and we didn't you know we literally spent we went on a fucking interview like we went on this for dating and we like we're strangers strangers trying to make a relationship work without any boundaries without any discussion whatsoever we were just like we like each other and we make each other happy but we never talked about like how we were going to address our situation how we were going to address fighting how we were going to address a discussion like hard discussions but, you know, like, we didn't know what our bad habits were with, like, fighting and stuff like that, like, yeah. Or just bad habits in general, yeah. But I shut down when I'm upset. So I was literally hitting up on him. You know, and that was a trigger for him. 
And I didn't know that. So, like, sometimes you don't know until you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, like, once you feel like that, that's when you have to start working on it, you know? Yeah, like I said, if you just, we didn't know, and we weren't talking about it, we weren't talking to each other about the topics, you know? And I think that's really important to do. I wish I could go back and be like, setting down boundaries and expectations beforehand. Other than just don't cheat, or just don't yell at me, or just don't punch me, you know, like, just like, you know, some things are obvious, you know? But even then, sometimes people don't, they don't talk about it. Like, oh, I think it's not common sense, though, so it's not obvious to a lot of people. Yeah, I know, like, sometimes it's not common sense, but, like, I think, honestly, setting down those boundaries is, like, really important, you know? Like, it's really important to set down those boundaries and be like, hey, don't do this. Even if it's not so stupid, say it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, like, also, like, be okay with, like, movie, like, you know, yeah, I think you said that day before and then broke up and then got back together, like, you gotta be okay with understanding, like, it's okay to do that, like, it, you know, like, oh my god, we broke up because blah, 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 like, yeah. I didn't die, nobody ever has that his best friend. It's okay to go back into a relationship, as long as you said, like, yeah, decide, like, to have those talks and set your boundaries and, like, okay, this is how we're gonna approach the relationship now, you know? That's also good. Yeah, I mean, you should do it, like, multiple times. I think being off the line is definitely not a healthy thing. But, yeah, but I did tell him, I was like, I'm glad that we broke up and we did. Because we weren't listening to each other. Nothing we were saying was getting to the other one, but it was literally just, like, not, it was not educational for both of us. Like, at the end, we were both trying to communicate with each other how, you know, what was happening, or at least I was. You know, he tried in the beginning, and then I, I was just like a fucking wall, and he eventually gave up, and then I was like, wait a minute, you know, let me try to fix this, you know, and he was a wall, and we just weren't getting through to each other anymore, you know, and it didn't matter what we did or what we said, it just wasn't working, and so I was like, I'm glad it ended there, and started getting worse to the, to the point where we did unforgivable things, or said unforgivable things to each other, even. And then we were able to come back and be like, okay, like, this is, we need to come apart. I know that people realize what, what was going on, and what, where we both messed up. But it needed to end where it did, for us to be able to come back and be like, okay, we can fix this. If it had to have gone any worse, this probably wouldn't have happened. Like, we wouldn't be back together. At all. It sucks. The breakup sucked, but I'm glad. I'm happy. I'm happy with where we are. To be happy and you talk to other people and explain how to be happy. <laughs> That's all that matters. And you try to try to help them. Yeah, but I think it's like the gospel, you know. Uh, TikTok helps me a lot. Therapy helps me a lot. Like, maybe not, like, going to therapy. And I get, like, a professional point of view of things, yeah. you know. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. even talking to friends or talking to somebody who they can confide in, you know? And or like somebody in who's not going to make those judgy comments or any rude comments, somebody is just like, like, you know? They don't need to talk or say it. I think the therapy helps the most because, like, if you talk to friends and you talk to family and then you say these things about your partner and then, you know, they build resentment for your partner because all they hear is 
the problem. Yeah. Just everything that's like nobody really like relationship problems. Everything like that. I'm trying really hard to just talk about it like anything either with my partner or with my therapist. And she gives me really good advice because like she doesn't have like like obviously she cares about me, but she's not gonna be like in my business being be like you know, like take it to heart and like how it hurts her because it doesn't hurt her it hurts me. You know? Like whereas if I actually were to talk to my mom or if I were to talk to you know my friends then you know they're hurt because I'm because I'm hurt. And then they get hurt. You know? So I'm trying really hard to just talk about it with just my therapist or just my partner. You know. But you know experience for the podcast because we can definitely definitely like positive thing like if you feel like you're in a relationship and you can you know talk to anybody talk to a therapist you know that's a good that's another positive thing that help because you know we just talk about things like us being in toxic relationships and what we because a lot of us as younger children we didn't think like oh we'll talk to a therapist you know but now as adults we're like yeah that'll help so yeah like, I wish, I, even like couples therapy, I don't think, I don't know. I think couples therapy could also be a good beneficial thing if you're there. Um, that way you can, like, get insight on, like, both sides of the story, you know? Because, like, I know I was, I was basically the therapist for my mom and my stepdad, where I saw both sides, and I could always see where, you know, what side was wrong, you know? And I, but I couldn't say anything because it wasn't my relationship, and I was, you know, but, like, there was every time that I looked at the relationship and I was like, that's exactly what's happening. They're not talking to each other. They're not listening to each other. They're communicating diff- um, different levels of things. And, like, a therapist can see that, you know, and they can actually say something. I couldn't say anything. But I think therapists can have that third insight into a couple's relationship and be like, okay, like, I see where they're not seeing eye to eye, you know? Because, like, and so, like, so when you talk to your partner and you're not getting through to them, and they're not like, how do you say it? You know, it's just not going to be interpreted the way that you meant to interpret to say it, you know? So, like, a therapist can kind of give you that, like, okay, this is what they mean. Like, this is what they mean. They mean it like that, they meant it like this, and they can, like, kind of bring you on the same level or the same way, like, and, um... Yeah, even if we're not in therapy together, but I, like, at least I can say my part to the therapist and be like, okay. And she gave me really good advice. Like, she, she, like, really gives me, like, even before we broke up, I was, like, telling her about stuff, and she was like, you need to give him a fucking break. <laughs> like, you need to shut the fuck up. You know, like, she was like, you're the problem here. And I was like, yeah. I know, it's just and she's like, you need to hold on, just give him some time, he's gonna come right back to him and cause you no problem. Something like that. I was like, really? Like, are you sure? Check your papers again, let me go. <laughs> you know? But I was like, and, and then that's the first time I've been told on the problem. But I've been told, like, even like in parenting, you know, like, I had a therapist for my son, and they were even like, you're the fucking problem. You know? So it's like, you need to talk, you know, you're the problem. So, you know, there's that. Therapy helps. Just go to therapy, you There's so many different platforms and options out there to help you and just, 
and there's affordable options. So that's what it looks like. Um, like it really like I mean they're so like that's something uh, a lot of people like I gotta say for anybody who's listening is something that we definitely can agree on like relationships can be toxic they can be like extra toxic they can be you know somewhere that you consider it toxic just you know a lot of messiness I guess a lot of luggage too yeah um so anybody who's listening and like I said earlier anybody trying to get away from an abusive relationship, need somebody to talk to, need somebody just to vent and listen. I know we're going to do one thing on message us. Um, I think you post us like tag our Facebooks and stuff for you on social media. Yeah. So yeah, definitely reach out to me. I, I try to like in my saying, of course, um, I know it's not hard. It sounds like it's not a hard, I, I, it sounds like it's not an easy thing to do, but I do try to encourage anybody going through something like that to seek help and do their best to stay positive and realize the worth and that they are enough and they are a bringing human creature and they deserve the love that they need and they want, you know? And that was it for me for my ending part. And really it's Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know everything. I'm not a fucking therapist. So, like... Don't quote me. <laughs> yeah, don't quote me. Don't quote anything I'm saying. But, but like, if, if anything, you can talk to me. And I can help you get to a therapist. You know, like, vent to me, but don't take everything every word I say for, for gospel, because it's not. I make mistakes. Yeah, it's just, like, my experience, and, yeah, what you're thinking. Yeah, so just, like, I can help you find a therapist. You can vent to me, but just don't take everything I say, anything outside the heart. Um, but, yeah, definitely seek help. Uh, get support. Um, you know, you have family, friends, give us that, you know, nothing's going to help you in counseling and therapy well, so, it literally, your life and even the way that you think about things, and sometimes you just, like, you even think about things in a way that, you know, there's different things I did before that, I'm like, oh, shit, like, I didn't think about that, you know, and so, you know, it helps, so, definitely seek therapy, um, but I think that's it for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good night. And peace out.